Hello Leo listeners and welcome to another video. Um, I'm Cara and I help advanced English learners fall back in love with their favourite series by helping them to break free from the subtitles. So this week I wanted to focus a bit on different types of series and why some are harder to understand than others. And the two main genres that I want to compare are comedies and drama because I think the type that you choose will help you in getting subtitle free more quickly. So um, I've worked with a few students over the past year who wanted to understand crime or detective series. So I've worked on Chicago PD with one person and True Detective with another person. Um, sort of police shows aren't my favorite thing to watch, but I don't mind from time to time um, watching them. Sometimes they can be uh, enjoyable. Now I've noticed a couple of a couple of problems with this type of series. Um, so firstly, the lead characters are often men. Now, that's not a problem in itself, um, but the thing is, often these men have very hard to understand voices. They sound like they've been drinking and smoking all their lives. I think it's kind of the stereotype of the stressed out um, police detective or police inspector, um, you know, that their voice is all kind of hard to understand. Um, and they speak in this kind of, I would describe it as a hoarse whisper, so kind of like this, right, with this kind of rough voice but low volume that makes them hard, and they don't articulate very clearly. Plus, in this series, the, these types of series, there is quite a lot of specialist uh, vocabulary related to crime and police work. So, here's a quick example for you from Chicago PD. Call my cell phone's a dead end, Sergeant. Hey, close on those passwords. So the main character here is really, really tricky to understand. I'm not actually 100% sure what he um, just said. I would have to, to watch it again. Um, here's a scene from True Detective, which I've been working on recently with someone. What's going on with you, man? I her, asked about it. Iberia called. You've been going around bothering people, trying to open up old cases. I am working. I have things to do. So type the report, man. So here you've got two characters who speak with this kind of low, especially Matthew McConaughey's character has this really kind of low, gravelly voice that's really hard to, um, to understand. Now, obviously, once you get familiar with this type of show, familiar with the characters um, and how it's structured, it gets a bit easier. And, you know, if you love detective shows, then, of course, you'll be motivated to understand and to work on watching them without the subtitles. Um, but it brings me to kind of a more general point about dramas, because dramas are often going to be harder to understand than comedies for very for various reasons because um, in dramas the dialogue is really important to the plot so you're going to get a lot of dialogue and it's going to you know it's going to sound realistic because what they're going for is is kind of realistic sounding discussion between the characters um, also dramas are really focused on the relationships between the characters and kind of the psychology between them and the dialogue is a, is a device to kind of 
go deep and to, and to understand them. So if we look at one of my favorite dramas, you'll, um, you'll see what I mean. So one of my favorites of recent years is The Americans. Um, it's very hard to find clips on YouTube if you're outside the US. So we're going to look at the trailer for season five. Um, one of the things that makes this series really good is the relationship between the two main characters and that develops um, through the dialogue that they, um, that they speak to each other. So um, the series, The Americans, if you don't know it, is about two um, Soviet Union spies who live undercover in the US pretending to be um, normal citizens. So it's kind of, you know, there's a lot of dialogue, a lot of psychology. Um, I'll let you listen so you can hear what I mean. How are you? I don't know at all. Tuesday. The center is concerned about you. You've seen too much. You've done too much. You know something about this that I don't. I feel like there's something he's not telling us. Okay, so we just saw um, Elizabeth and Philip, who are the, the two main characters. So, um, yeah, in the series, the goal is to make, you know, their conversations sound realistic and otherwise everyone else is kind of mysterious and speaking quietly. Um, but the point is it's to kind of sound um, realistic. Um, so if you are kind of maybe new to the subtitle freedom journey or you're wondering what you could watch um, in English, uh, then I don't know, I would recommend comedies rather than, than dramas. So there's, there are several things in comedies that will make your life easier. So it's less about the dialogue and the relationships between the characters. It's more about the jokes. Um, the dialogues are going to sound less realistic because, um, you know, the, the point is for the series to be funny, not to sound like a real conversation. Um, you have what's called canned laughter in the background. So this is where um, when there's a joke, you hear the laughter of an audience. So you know where the jokes are. You know that was supposed to be funny, even if you didn't understand it. Um, the characters are a bit kind of one dimensional often. So, you know, don't expect sort of deep character psychology coming through in the dialogues. That's that's not the point in a, in a comedy. Um, the dialogue is just kind of there to tell the jokes and to move the plot along, tell the story. Um, and of course, in comedies, this is where you will hear catchphrases from certain famous characters. So, you know, How You Doing from Joey and Friends or Bazinga from Sheldon in Big Bang Theory. Um, so that's what I'm going to show you a little bit of just now. Pick up a worm. Put him on this hook. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no expert, but I, I think the hook has to go through the worm. Fine. Sorry, Mr. Worm. Sherm, Sherm the worm. Don't name him, just jab a hook in his face. <laughs> Okay, so here you've got all the classic features of um, a sitcom. So you've got the canned laughter in the background. You have the familiar characters. So you had on the right, you had Penny, who's the good looking girl. Then you have the three nerdy guys because it's Big Bang Theory. Um, uh, you had, you know, this, the joke about, you know, the worm and um, 
I can't remember the name of that character. He was scared of the worm. Um, so you've got all the classic kind of sitcom codes. And you can see there that instead of being oriented around dialogue, it was all oriented around action. So even if you're not sure what they're saying, you can see that there's the whole activity with putting the worm on the hook um, and the facial expressions and everything to help you out rather than two people sitting there talking and you're not exactly sure what's going on. Okay, so um, character-based comedies like sitcoms are good because um, you know you've got the same, you see the same characters every week in the same context. Um, so you, know, you could watch Friends even though you know how I feel about it. Um, you could also watch something like How I Met Your Mother which is kind of similar to Friends, but I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, recent sitcoms I've enjoyed include People of Earth and Man Seeking Woman. And there are loads of classic sitcoms that you could watch. So last time I mentioned some series from the 60s and 70s, and then some um, more recent ones, well, more recent, but not recent, recent. So from kind of like the 80s and 90s um, that I really enjoyed growing up watching were Red Dwarf, Spaced, Only Fools and Horses, Father Ted, The Office, and Black Books. Um, you could also watch um, comedy sketch shows. So those are the shows, you know, where you have a collection of short sketches, just a few minutes each. So in those sketches, you will see the same characters from week to week, and usually, like, the joke is kind of the same every time. Even if the situation is a little different, it's it's the same character and the same the same kind of... Uh, joke in the same format so it's good for getting used to um, that particular joke that particular character so some examples are shows like Little Britain the fast show or big train um, so I found a joke a joke a sketch from um, big train which I think you'll appreciate excuse me excuse me sorry um do you speak English? No, I don't, sorry. Right. Um, my car's broken down and I wonder if you could tell me where to find a garage. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's wasted on me. I don't I don't understand what you're saying. You don't speak any English at all. Not a word, no. It's one of those things really I wish I paid more attention in school, but um excuse me, excuse me. Sorry. Do you speak any English? English? No. What's the problem? I don't know, I can't understand. Hi, uh, my car's broken down and I need to find a garage. No, I'm sorry. Okay, so it kind of continues um, along the same lines if you want to watch the whole um, sketch. Uh, if you need more inspiration for sketch shows to watch, then I've got a list of, I've got, I'm linking to a list of 40 shows uh, under this video uh, in an article. And then finally, there is kind of a compromise between the comedy, uh, comedies and dramas which is the comedy drama or dramedy mixture of the words comedy and drama. So some famous examples include Desperate Housewives, Gilmore Girls or Ali McBeal. So comedy dramas, dramedies, are usually more realistic than comedies. You don't have that canned laughter in the background like we just heard in this sketch or on Big Bang Theory. Um, the kind of gags, jokes are a, a bit less obvious. Um, they tend to last longer, so 45 minutes to an hour rather than 20 to 30 minutes for a classic sitcom or sketch show. 
and the relations between the characters and the character development um, are more important. So you will get more scenes of, of dialogue rather than action because we're kind of getting in a bit deeper into the characters and their psychology. So that can be um, a nice alternative uh, as well, but more challenging than, than just comedies. And, you know, I wanted to give a final mention to reality TV shows. So reality TV can be tough because it's got, you've got real people speaking how they normally speak. Um, but that's a great way to expose yourself to how um, native speakers really sound on the streets if you're trying to get used to, to native speech because you're living abroad or because you have to interact with native speakers. So you can check out my post on that from a couple of weeks ago for more information. So what about you? What types of series do you find hardest to understand? Do you avoid dramas or do you find them easy to understand? Do you prefer comedies? Um, let me know and give me some suggestions because I'm always on the lookout for series that are um, not too hard or I'm interested in knowing which ones are challenging so that I can um, take a look and analyze them for you and explain what's difficult. Okay, thanks very much for watching and thanks for your comments. Bye!